You guys see the the that news thing where there's literally a bunch like literally like ten or fifteen um refugees on a boat and the news reporter was yeah. just like on a boat next to them reporting yeah, of them going along. It's like that's that's terrible. One of them, and one of them was the BBC. Yeah. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of the Travis Podcast, your favourite podcast as always. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, <clears throat> our favourite countries that we want to live or visit and why. Um, and this is quite an interesting one because I know me personally and I change my mind a lot or depending on different scenarios, I change where I want to be. Um, and given the, the current crises in the world and current situations in the world, I know for a fact that my, you know, number one go-to place <clears throat> to go and live and set up a life has definitely changed. Um, I mean, I used to really, really want to go and live in America. Uh, I've never been to North America. I've traveled a lot, but I've never been to North America. And it's just one of those places that you see on the, you know, all over the movies, you see all over the news, you see, yeah. you know, the Hollywood and high life and all that sort of stuff. And you see the good things um, and you kind of get sold by that. But then in recent, um, mm. recent times, should we say, America doesn't seem to be the best place anymore to go and live. It's strange, isn't it? Um, even if you have a lot of money, and then it doesn't matter, you know, politically, uh, morally, it just doesn't seem to be in the right place. And I think that's really swayed my, my decisions of where my dream country would be, to be honest. I mean, I mm -hmm. don't know about you guys, but where, where would you like to to perch up and end. <laughs> New Zealand. <clears throat> What's that? New Zealand. Uh, that's going to be my one as well. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Wow. All right. For what reasons? It's the most beautiful country on the entire planet, bar none. Um, mm -hmm. I've been, I've only been there once. I wasn't there for very long, two, two and a half weeks I think I was there for. Um, and I didn't even do the most beautiful bits, Milford Sound and um, Queenstown. Um, but it's it's just breathtaking. If you're into your hiking, if you're into having quite a uh, country lifestyle, yeah, like <clears throat> not dependent on like the hustle and bustle of a city. Mm. It's, it's so sparsely populated. Like even the the capital city and all the major cities in New Zealand, are, they're up, they're not that populated at all, um, and they've got a very different feel to it. But in comparison to cities in, say, Australia or, say, say the UK or anywhere in Europe, it's just it's got a very different feel. And I think once you've been there, you, you, you really appreciate how beautiful a place it is. But also, it's miles away from everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just get on a plane, disappear for a day, and you end up in a country. No yeah. one can get to you without prior warning, really. Yeah, yeah, fair. I'm going to go, I'm going to pop down and visit you in five or ten minutes because that's just not possible. So, yeah, yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that a bad thing in, in some ways, no? Uh, I guess it depends, doesn't it? It depends for your family, yeah. I think if, if, you're, if you're a Kiwi and you have all your family in New Zealand, that's, that's an ideal scenario. But obviously, yeah. if you're one of us... Yeah, but if you're a Kiwi and you have a family in New Zealand, I guarantee New Zealand's not going to be the place you're going to want to live. Well, yeah, they a load of New Zealand. I know the Kiwis um, leave New Zealand, like mm -hmm. and live in the UK or come live in Europe because they want to yeah, yeah. 
that sort of thing. So it's, I guess it's what you're used to, isn't it? Like we're used to, to this country. And to be fair, this country gets a bad rep, I think. Yeah. In all the countries get a bad rep, don't they? That's, that's the media in general is just, oh, this is shit, that's shit, man. We've got free healthcare, we've got free education. Okay, yeah, the, our country isn't perfect, but no country is. In terms of corruption, we're not anywhere near as bad as some other countries on the, on the globe, on the global scale. So I think, I think it's a bad rep. When you look at America, pay for pay for any sort of medical treatment, and yeah, it's insane, that, isn't it? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You can go to the hospital and be in, and be hit with a bill for thousands of thousands of pounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's also also this is at the same time as you know. This is what I was going to ask you guys. I mean, Matt, what? Well, why? Why New Zealand? You know, yeah. So yeah, similar to Dan about the the countryside and how it looks great over there, but um, obviously you get over here. But my my change for it more more so for it because recent events with COVID, how New Zealand coped with COVID compared to UK or other countries, like obviously the population is less, but their death tolls are less, their cases are left and how they just really cramped down on it and actually took it seriously. You can tell by, I forgot her name, that's bad, the Prime Minister, <laughs> how she, you can tell she actually really cared and actually wanted to. Which is What's that? Prime we're talking about? Uh, New Zealand. Oh right, yeah. Um, um, I do know it. I do know it. It'll uh, come. Ah, uh, what's her name? Jacinda. Well, Jacinda. Jacinda. Yeah. So she, she could, you could tell that she actually really cared and really wanted to look after her citizens. She did a thing about children, like turning them about people worried about the Easter Bunny not being there and stuff, and they're saying like, "He'll still be there. He's he's going to come around at some point or something like about that." But it's all just. They did it well, and then this whole thing about the the new like, mosque killing uh, last year—how that's the first ever sentence in that country of life. They've never done that before. So they've never done life sentences. Crime, no, they never. That's the first ever one. They've never done it before. So wow, crime must be so. Well, great. Crime uh, must be so, so low. So, but low, then yeah. again, you say that. Okay, so this is what I was going to ask both of you as well. Like you say, you know, America is like. I'm not rooting for America. I've changed my mind completely on that, by the way. <laughs> my, yeah. I don't even know where my ideal country would be anymore. Like, no, it all no, depends no. on scenarios. Because, yeah. you know, if you're super well-off, super healthy, super great, etc., you don't have to worry about money. America's still a pretty good place to live. Yeah, you, you know, so it. is right. other places in the world. It, does, it depends on your situation. Because, like, for example, as you said, Dan, um, the UK has free healthcare the UK has free education, right? So say you was you had a family and you were, I don't know, maybe like bottom end of the, the low socioeconomic uh, or in the low socioeconomic um, like level, where would you choose then with a family? You know, surely it wouldn't be New Zealand anymore. Well, you'd go, you'd go somewhere where, where there's um, more people in the same in the same class, wouldn't you? I guess logically, mm. but at the same time, I don't think I'd go anywhere over here. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Government can look after you on benefit-wise. I mean, there are a lot of people that claim a lot of benefits, and that's not a dig at anyone. It's just a fact. Yeah, our government helps a lot of people out in comparison to other governments. We're very inclusive in terms of who we let into the country. Yeah. No real. There's like Germany, for example, is a lot stricter on border control than we are, which I think is right. I think, as in. Yeah. We do it. I think you see. You're taking the, more than us, though. 
but you, yeah, but you see the stuff about all the refugees and stuff coming across the channel, and, mm. and that's just heartbreaking. Yeah, and, it's terrible. I mean, they've come. I don't understand how people can be so heartless and inconsiderate from their ivory towers. Quite frankly, did you guys see the the that news thing where there's literally a bunch, like literally like ten or fifteen um, refugees on a boat, and the news reporter was yeah. just like on a boat next to them, reporting yeah, them going along. It's like that's that's terrible. One of them, one of them was the BBC. Yeah. So since that, I've actually stopped watching the BBC News. I used to watch it in the morning, but I just watch Channel 4 News. That's really good now. I recommend Channel 4 News if you want to watch the news channel. It's not really cool with the whole homelessness thing. Mm. It, doesn't t- it doesn't cost you anything to be con- compassionate and considerate. No. Yeah. It costs you nothing. Yeah. So I don't understand how people can sit on Twitter and sit <laughs> on Facebook and watch people the People warriors, mate. Oh, they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, warriors, yeah. Fuck off. Like, these, guys, these people <laughs> have come from war-torn countries most of the time have absolutely nothing they've risked their lives to get to this country yeah in the search of a better life that's exactly what happened in america the american dream mm, exactly so yeah like, no it's, it's very true the thing is right you ask those people that are judgmental guaranteed 99 percent of them if they were from a war-torn country would seek a better life mm. yeah so it's hypocrisy is absolute finest yeah it's absolutely fine. It's a piss take. It's an absolute piss take. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, I, I, yeah, like, is that's it. Really depends on um, on the situation you're in in your life. Because I mean, for retirement, I'd love to go to like Canada or something like that. That'd be mm, amazing. Canada is a beautiful yeah. country as well, and it's, you know, very much got its morals in the right place the president's a really good president as well um yeah, yeah, i can't remember yeah. what his name is now but yeah <laughs> and like yeah no and, and the thing is like you know like somewhere i I, oh, I love skiing and one of my dreams would be to be able to own a chalet out in nice. a ski resort somewhere that i can just go to over the the winter and go and ski for two three weeks at a time nice. and to Oh, I don't know. I just absolutely love that to have a, a chalet out in the mountains somewhere in maybe Canada, like Canada, like I said, because Whistler is pretty close to uh, like California and that kind of, it's like, north, I say pretty close. It's still probably like a three day drive or something, but it's like yeah. north of California. Yeah, there's a lot um, of that. There's people saying how Canada's now, kind of how New Zealand, people say about New Zealand, how it's a great place to go to. It's same for Canada. Everyone's quite mm. nice there as well. Canada's yeah, well, their national parks are. A, beautiful as well like they're huge huge. national parks that is a huge country yeah Yeah, and that's what i was saying about new zealand how i believe from what i'm seeing that they look after everyone i think it's the same situation in canada yeah the the gun laws are better aren't they in america in canada aren't they yeah 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 definitely it's a bit safer and it's it's crazy that like we go from like we can feasibly we can feasibly see ourselves going to Canada or to New Zealand or to all these other countries. And you go back to the whole refugee thing and it's like, fucking hell, like, our lives are very different. We're, we're so... Exactly. We could just cheat. We could... Yeah. Also, there's legal stuff with it, but, you know... Yeah, yeah, true. Like, what is... What, does anybody know the legalities of switching country? How, how it works? Like, I mean, okay. I, I, when you don't have a passport, I mean... Like, well, you get a visa, yeah. don't you? You get, a, you get a working visa. Most countries work like Australia won't take you unless you're adding something to the economy. You have to yeah. be working. So okay, so so you 
you you'd have to like present that you're going to be working and find a company that's willing to hire you on a working yeah, visa. Yeah, we will have you. I think I can't. I think it's a three month visa. Hmm. Three months. Well, I was there for five weeks, so it's definitely not a month. I think I'm pretty sure it's a three month visa you can get visiting, but then you can get a visa for well, your girlfriend will know. But as is, <laughs> you, get a, you can get a working visa, and they won't take you unless you're you can prove that you're going to be working. Because like when you land there, you have to fill out all the form. You get given all the forms on the plane that you have to fill out. So where you're going to, yeah. you're staying with how long, like when yeah. you're when you're planning to leave. And again, like that's fine, and I don't have a problem with that. And I understand people saying, "Don't come to this country if you're going to claim benefits." Right, yeah. a little bit of a stereotype. Let's be fair. Okay, there will be probably a few thousand people that do do that in the UK. I'm not saying there's not, and that's wrong. But at the same time, if someone's coming from a war-torn state and they've come mm. from a life and they're working, what's the fucking problem? Exactly. Mate, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, they're doing jobs that British nationals don't want to do anyway. So fuck Yeah, I was just about to say, I'm not going to lie to you, but the majority of like refugees and the Polish and all that lot that come over uh, actually want to work more than yeah. a lot of people here in the UK do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've worked with quite a few people that have, are not British nationals that have come over from Eastern European countries and stuff. And they're some of the most hardworking and oh, lovely one. people you'll ever meet. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not even, that's fact. They are some of the most helpful, generally accommodating people. Okay, yeah, sometimes there's a bit of a language barrier, but you know what? They can speak several languages. I can't mm. fucking speak those languages. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They, get, they, get a, they get this... They get a bad rep, don't they? Yeah, they get the They're all the bloody same, and it's not true. No, not at all. And just- um, saying saying that as well, actually, another place, um, which is how should you put it, um, put in the spotlights or you know, elevated above all the other countries is Dubai. Mm. Now, yeah. I think that's an interesting one because I've I've been to Abu Dhabi. Um, to visit uh, like my best mate who lived out there for a while and his parents still do live out there and look it's incredible like it's I'm not gonna lie to you it's absolutely incredible it the life that you you have there if you're okay <laughs> if you're well off yeah, yeah it's amazing as well but then again you know when you when you dig a bit deeper I saw like a, a mini it wasn't a documentary but it was like a um uh an advert I think it was for like a conspiracy thing or I can't remember exactly what it was but basically it was like Dubai's um, hidden world or hidden culture Mm -hmm. and it was like so you see that Dubai have um, I will talk about Dubai specifically here because that is like the kind of capital that you kind of talk about when you go there Um, you know the super rich and the mega rich they go out there because you know you have all the lavish things that you don't get anywhere else you have um, you know people tending to you and maids and things like that that you on a, on a level that you don't get anywhere else i mean when i was in abu dhabi um we went to um oh i forgot the name now but it's the palace it was one of the royal palaces that we went to and i mean it was like something ridiculous like 800 pounds a night to stay there or whatever and we got invited there um by someone and um I mean, we were treated like royals there. The minute we walked in, you know, our towels, we, we, we got given towels, et cetera, stayed there. 
Um, we put our towels on the bench, like Jake and I just put our towels on the bench, just as you normally do, just chuck it on there. Go into yeah. the pool for a quick dip because it's so hot out there. Yeah. And before we know it, literally the um, the towels have ha- have been completely f- like folded out onto the chairs for us. We've got a bucket of ice next to it with like loads of drinks in it, and then we're like, where did that even come from? We didn't even see that happen. So then we get out. <laughs> We then lie for a bit, sunbathe for a bit, wash ourselves off, have another drink, jump back in the pool. Then the has been swapped. You don't know it's been swapped in this. What? And you say, and it's like things like in, in that country, when you guys were saying about like um, crime rate is so low, et cetera, in, in New Zealand, or it must be so low because they've never dealt the, you know, the death sentence, yeah. uh, the life sentence. Well, now in, in Abu Dhabi and Dubai, crime is almost non-existent you could they were saying how you can leave a thousand thousand pounds on the floor and no one will touch it for weeks like no one will pick it up for weeks because the the penalty there for stealing is you get your hands chopped off which sounds so inhumane like ridiculous like my my friend's dad left the keys to the jet ski out downstairs like it could have been taken like like that could have been taken and um we went down the next day and we were like, oh God, like we left it down here. That's crazy. I was panicking. And he was like, nah, it's fine. No one would ever take it. You know, if you, if you're, um, if you get caught taking something, your hands get chopped off and, and it's like the CCTV cameras everywhere there. And it's like, you know, you don't see the hidden culture of how inhumane some things are. And, and going back to that, um, that program that I said, uh, they were talking about how there's people that come over to Dubai or to Abu Dhabi expecting to live a life that maybe like the refugees do, you know, go to different places expecting to live this high life. And actually in Dubai, what, what's been happening is they get shipped off to these almost like concentration camps where when they arrive, their passports get taken away from them yeah. um, for verification purposes. And then they're there working in these horrible heat, horrible conditions for God knows how long, how many hours, um, for almost zero pay. And sometimes they don't pay them at all. And then when they say, nope, I'm done, I want to go back home, they can't because they don't have their passports. It's, yeah, it's... No, my, my uncle used to live in Dubai, so he used to go out relatively regularly. And when you see, obviously you've got Dubai that everyone sees, and you see old Dubai, which is where the less wealthy individuals live, and you see the shanty towns that they essentially live in. Because mm-hmm. what they do is, like you said, they get nationals from... Pakistan and all the other Asian countries, they bring them over with the promise of a better life and wealth. They literally keep them in shanty towns. There's no, there's no real sanitary facilities at all. There's no aircon, and everywhere in Dubai is aircon. Yeah, there's no aircon. That's it. Yeah. yeah you wow. walk into a place in Dubai that's not got aircon. Yeah. These these places just don't. They're literally like port cabins with bunk beds in. It's a bit like Auschwitz, to be honest. It's a bit. <laughs> it's it's extreme, and obviously. The health and safety regulations aren't great, so hundreds of people die, or thousands of people have died putting these skyscrapers and stuff up. Yeah, oh, that as well was a bit of it, wasn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. Dubai, Dubai's great on the face of it. If you're going there for a holiday, or you're yeah. living there as a British national, an expat, or whatever, and you've got money, or you've, you're you're working a job that's you know is is relatively well paid, you live an incredible life. No, mm. but, but then it's the moralities of it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, last thing, could you ever could you ever see yourself living in Dubai? Because at one point, I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to live in Dubai." Mm. No, I no, do. No, like, no, no. go over there, and the life it is like a different world. You live in you live in a bubble for a couple of weeks, and you think, 
I'll get used to this. This is incredible. Yeah. But then you think about it and you, you come back here and you think, mm, I'm not so I'm sure. sure anymore. Yeah. No. I'm not, well, I don't yeah. yeah. I mean, with my, with my job that I'm, um, that I'm going to be starting in October, um, at a certain, you know, uh, position in it at a certain time in it, I do have the opportunity to move to a different country to do three years abroad and potentially get um, citizenship in that country if I would like to. And I can choose from like Japan, Australia, um, Dubai, the UK, New York, and then I think it's California. Um, and that's quite a tough decision because, you know, I'd love to go to Australia, other side of the world, beautiful place, like so beachy, beach babes and all that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but then at, the, then at the same time, mate, like I'd love to go to Japan. The whole Japanese yeah, culture fascinates me. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, as, as Holly was saying before, when we, would, we had sushi the other day and she was like, oh, Japan is freaking amazing you'll love japan I'm like yeah it's gonna be amazing love to take my mates there xyz and then it was like well actually like it did get to a point where we were sick and tired of the food <laughs> we were like all <laughs> you enough. ate was raw fish and you're like yeah sushi's fine sushi's fine yeah. it's like well actually no yeah like i all there was one time when i just wanted steak and chips as i was like, couldn't find steak and chips like <laughs> my problem with traveling right i'd love to go to all the asian countries yeah but you're allergic to everything Exactly. <laughs> my face right now looks a bit swollen up because I'm reacting to something and I think it's like fabric condition or something. My skin is incredibly yeah. sensitive to anything. Wow. But I went to Thailand and was like, how the f am I going to cope in Thailand? Because I yeah, couldn't. But I was fine. So I'm now like, I'd love to do Japan. I'd love to do China. I'd love to do Hong Kong. I'd love to do um, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, like all these countries I want to go and do. But yeah. at the back of your head, you're thinking, if something goes wrong with the food, I'm a little bit screwed. So it's like living yeah. on a I live off pizza. So <laughs> literally, yeah, I'd like to do. Mate, you need to. You guys, you guys need to get to to Brazil, South America. Brazil. I, I mean, I, I'm from Brazil, and I've you know got family there, lived there. It's a beautiful country, and this is the thing. I wouldn't. I would recommend it to everyone and i'd recommend it as a holiday to everyone but because i know family that live there i basically live there to a certain extent you see deeper into the country and you see how like bad the country actually is like yeah, in terms of corruption and all that sort of stuff but on the surface level or for a tourist level it's freaking it's one of the most amazing places in the world like i'll, I'll put that out there mm. you know and it's the food the culture the um just everything the places are just absolutely amazing and that's that's a place that i would recommend everyone to go to definitely that's true for a while ago i had a, I had a really bad mad idea that i wanted to just do like a year or so in amsterdam just work there'd be quite cool oh yeah such a such a cool city and obviously to be fair that'd be pretty go, cool go to the cafes you know but um but you'd just, be flying a kite <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it'd be so chill <laughs> Great. <laughs> but like, Mate, I wanna I wanna try that so badly. <laughs> love to do a yeah, podcast we'll hashtags, that'd be hilarious. Huh? I'd love to do a post podcast episode where we go to Amsterdam and we'll do hashtags because that would be sick. That'd be so funny. Well can we just do it here anyway? Yeah, why not? Well the whole idea no, of the, uh, the, the whole idea of travelling is always amazing to me that people do that and just jump, just uproot and leave. But for me it's always worry about leaving the family just leaving the family here 
so so that was one of the reasons why Amsterdam could be quite good because a flight to Amsterdam from England is like 45 minutes so you could go home yeah well that's mate that's that's less of a journey than it is for Same, isn't it? like yeah. to, London, to drive from across London is like an hour hour and 20 like, exactly and that's just absurd driving to and from to and from Surrey to Manchester which is what I did last season generally genuinely could and had taken sometimes the same as a flight to Dubai. Yeah, it's nice. That's same. Six hours. Yeah. Bloody hell. You've got an account of going there, checking and checking out all that shit. It does add up, but um, fine. Yeah, bad. But I've always had like a good, good heart for Europe anyway. So every, I've done a few European trips, and Berlin's amazing. I love Berlin. It's a cool oh, city. Um, yeah. I liked. It sounds bad, but I liked how it was quite dirty. Like a lot of graffiti mm-hmm. around and quite rugged. So when you talk about Dubai earlier, the whole time I was like, no, 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 not not for me. So no, it just comes, it comes across a bit a bit fake and just too clean, and there's no history. It's all just like fastly made. Like all these buildings have been smashed up, and there's no no history there for the buildings. It's just like, yeah, you're, cool. you're not wrong. There is zero history. Cool there. Zero. It was a bit, zero fake, a bit, a bit. I don't know. It would not be for me. Just feel a bit. Well, the thing is, something I found really interesting is that they rely. So they rely on. Okay, so they they have no history. Um, realistically they have no um amenities as such so there's no forests there's no uh um, I love, I love forest, you know. there's literally nothing there there's it's, it's in the middle of a desert right so what they rely on is like you can't go in and make a water park out of a water you know a waterfall for example there there isn't a thing what they rely on is because uh, in a fucking desert yeah, it's in the desert, exactly. exactly like, yeah. there's no, you can't go skiing, you can't go mountain biking and stuff. Like, it won't attract anyone for that sort of stuff. Yeah. So what they rely on... Well, hang on, you say that, but the first time I ever went skiing was in Dubai, as in snow. Exactly, and this is, this is exactly what I was going to say, is they rely on their oil money to build things that bring people over, i.e. things, fake ski centres that bring Dan over to Dubai. Wow. There you go. But no, that's that's their long-term plan. Is that they they're investing so much in the infrastructure that when the oil eventually runs out or it turns into another type of um, fuel, which I'm surprised they haven't invested in like solar power more to transport whatever. There's a city. I watched a documentary when I was in doing A levels in geography, and there's a city outside of Dubai, not far outside of Dubai, that is purely based on solar power, and it's like the most sustainable city in the world or in progress mm, interesting which is an interesting concept because yeah. again like matt said it's all fake life isn't it it's like you've got the the upper echelons of the rich mm. and then you've got the poorest of the poor and there's such yeah. a wealth disparity is a disgrace so going back to europe actually one place i've only been to once but would love to go to again is vienna because there's a street named after me in vienna <laughs> Fair enough. Fifth house. And I've never Fifth been. So I'd, I'd quite like to go there because it's not a name that you hear very often. So it's no. not a name. Now. Is it? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think what we've uh, I think what we've established from this is that at the end of the day, none of us really want to settle anywhere, and we want to go everywhere and travel. <laughs> I think we've what we've established is we all like the UK. In a, in a roundabout sort of way. I mean, yes, it's not perfect. And yes, I'm a, I can be a bit of um, an advocate for social injustice and the fact that I get very pissed off by it. But um, yeah, just I think the UK, in terms of 
in terms of privilege, we are the most it's privileged. pretty good. It's well, pretty good. It's got a bit of culture. We're, we're so incredibly privileged. People yeah. overlook it constantly. Yeah, I think, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm one of them. I, I, I did a trip to Scotland by a coach and then like went to the middle of the country. Mm. I was like, oh my God, like the mountain of like mountains and greenery. It was so nice. It's like, oh, this is the middle of the country. I've never been before. And you just don't think about it ever. Oh, I need to get to Scotland. Yeah, big time. Lovely. Yeah, and then Scotland again was just incredible. It's such a great place. Really nice. Everyone's so nice there as well. It's a very nice place. But just our, just our travel around in England is so expensive compared to everyone else. Like you go to Europe and it's so cheap to get across the country. Whereas mm. here, you're talking hundreds of pounds to get out to Scotland. Like, well, when, when this is all over, what what we need to do, and um, it's what we've, we've, we've said from the start, really, is we need to go and do a podcast holiday somewhere. The end yeah. of as, as it always has been, the end goal. Okay, I'm proposing, I like what Matt has said, and I'm proposing Amsterdam, okay? Yeah. We're going to take some microphones, we're going to sit yeah. in a cafe, <laughs> we're going to get high as tits, and we're just going <laughs> to... <laughs> but the end, the end goal is New Zealand. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that... When we get there, that's, that's, that's the pinnacle for me. That was so. I think I think we'll end it on on this little story. So for for everyone that's listening right now, okay. So we got together, the Travels Podcast got together, and started talking about starting this podcast, right? And we had loads of ideas pinging in, and you know everyone was super keen to start it. And we had not even released or even recorded an episode yet. You know, we had an idea, we had we had a sort of concept and some logos, and you know started setting everything up. And then out of nowhere, Dan just comes in and he's like, guys, I've got a great idea. We should take the podcast to New Zealand. I really want to go to New Zealand. And me and Matt are like, whoa, mate. Oh, your horses. Jesus. Not even released an episode yet. And you're thinking about going to New Zealand. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if, uh, if you want to sponsor us to go to New Zealand, yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Air New Zealand or um, yeah, yeah. if fancy is doing a feature with you guys, then just let us know because I'm I'm well keen for it. Yeah, I tried to get Bodie Barrett on the podcast. He didn't reply to me on Instagram. I was disappointed. Oh, shame. <laughs> right, cheers for watching. Cheers for watching, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Hopefully, we'll get some new. Uh, some new interesting guests. We're in the process of uh, trying to get some some good guests, some big big names coming on the podcast um, for a little bit of information. But I hope you guys enjoyed that one and catch you on the next one. Peace. Yeah.